0: You are listening to the 20 Minute Fitness Podcast, episode number 23. My name is Charlie and welcome back to another episode of 20 Minute Fitness. Today I want to talk about how you can set and monitor your macronutrients, which is a fundamental part of forming your own diet plan. The 20 Minute Fitness Podcast is produced every Tuesday for your enjoyment. Show notes can be found at www.20minute.fitness.com. All the links are, of course, in the show notes. And feel free to email us with any suggestions or topics you want us to cover by emailing podcast at 20minute.fitness. 20 Minute Fitness is powered by ShapeScale. ShapeScale is a 3D body scanning scale. You simply step on and your body will get digitized in three dimensions. And this data will be synced to your phone. And you'll see all sorts of useful insights about your body, such as your lean mass, your body fat percentage and your muscle girth measurements and you'll also get to see a visual representation of your progress making Shapescale the most comprehensive fitness tracker. It is now available for pre-order at shapescale.com. So now let's get into the show and explore macronutrients. So when we talk about macronutrients, we're generally talking about fats, proteins, and carbohydrates, which form the three basic components of any diet. Before we move on to how to set and track your macros, I want to talk about why it is important to track macros rather than just purely tracking your calories. And this is because purely tracking calorific intake doesn't pay attention to or doesn't give the full story and neglects any real consideration to the nutritional value of different food groups as we will find out calories are not created equal the different macronutrients have a different number of calories per gram and they have different levels of sustenance for the different uh, food groups our body does not need as much of one food group as it does another to function effectively And uh, just to give another example to this, 400 calories of cake or beer does not give the same nutritional values your body as eating 400 calories worth of chicken and vegetables. Alcohol is empty calories and so you should not compare the two. I could lose weight by eating chocolate, but this does not mean that my overall body health is improving, which is the underlying reason as to why we all work out. And this is why it's important to set macros and not purely just um, refer to our calories. But now we've cleared that up and we understand why we're focusing on macros and not just calories, we can now start to focus on how to set our macros. Understanding how to set your macros can seem like a daunting challenge. However, there are many different methods that, are cur- that currently exist to help us um, explore how to set our macros and find our ideal macronutrient ratio. The easiest way may be using an online calculator, such as the one found on bodybuilding.com. And of course, the link will be in the show notes. The calculator requires you to input your age, gender, height, weight and body goal. So whether you want to lose fat or want to gain muscle and also your activity level from a scale of light activity with a sedentary job to extra active. So you've got a highly active job and extra activities fitting in. uh, You fit in throughout the day. So, for example, I'm a 21 year old male about six foot, and I would say 92 kilograms, moderately active. I I work out hard, but I have a sedentary job and I want to lose body fat. So if I put that result into the bodybuilding.com calculator, I get the following results. I should be eating around 204 grams of carbohydrate per day, 204 grams of protein per day, and 45 grams of fat per day that gives me a grand total of 2037 calories that I should be taking into my body in order to lose body fat and to reach my goal. The way I calculated my daily calorie allowance is because I know how many calories are in one gram of either protein, carbs or fats. So there are nine calories in a gram of fat four calories in a gram of carbohydrate, and also four calories in a gram of carb, uh, of protein, sorry. So you can then times up, so four times 204 for the carbohydrate and protein, and then nine times 45 for the fats. And that makes a total of 2037 for nutrients. And I came across this way. If you want to uh, watch a video on this by watching Christian Guzman, who's a fitness influencer and the founder of Alpha Leaked Clothing. Um, He talks all about this in his video, which of course will be in the show notes as well. Uh, The first thing we want to do using his methodology is to calculate your BMR. This being your basic metabolic rate, and this is an estimate of how many calories you'd burn if you were to do nothing but rest for 24 hours. It represents the minimum amount of energy you need to keep your body functioning, so including breathing and keeping your, your heart beating. But if you want a quick fix as to how to calculate your BMR, then MyFitnessPal also have a calculator for this, which, again, gives a rough estimate of your BMR as well. I'm going to go through this process quite slowly because it requires me to talk about quite a few numbers and give examples. So uh, bear with me and hopefully this all makes sense to, to the listeners. So the first thing we want to do to calculate our BMR is take our body weight in pounds and multiply it by a number from 14 to 16. So how do we know whether to pick 14, 15 or 16 or somewhere in between those numbers? Well, 14 represents a lifestyle where you do little exercise, your job is sedentary um, and yeah, you're not really being very active. And this builds up to 16 where you're, you're doing a highly active job, you're running around a lot for your job and you're also working out hard in your free time. So multiply your body weight by a number that represents your current lifestyle and be honest with yourself. So I haven't weighed myself in a little while, but I'm going to presume I'm around 198 pounds. So let's give an example of this. So if I'm 198 pounds, I would say I call myself a 14 because even though I work out, I do have a sedentary job. I know I'm sitting down for eight hours a day. So I would multiply 198 by 14 and that will give me an estimate of my BMR, which is 2,772 calories. And then I need to consider what my goal is. Do I want to lose body fat or do I want to bulk up and put on some lean muscle? Well, as it's coming up to summer, I want to lose some body fat. So I'm going to say that I should be in a 500 calorie a day deficit, which at the end of the week uh, results in me being in a 3,500 calorie deficit for the week, which is the equivalent of losing about a pound of fat uh, a week. So that's a good starting point. So I know that I want to be eating around... 2,272 calories in order to lose a pound of body fat a week and that's quite good going and I'm quite happy with that. Alternatively obviously if you wanted to uh, bulk up and put on some lean muscle you would add 500 calories or 600 calories to that depending on how uh, much of a calorific surplus you want to be and how quickly you want to gain weight. It's going to start getting a bit numerical now Um, I hope everyone's still with me. The next step is for me to calculate the amount of protein I should be aiming to consume for my goal of losing body fat. And the way I'll do this is by multiplying my body weight by a number from 0.75 to 1.25. And that's, this is the sort of grams per pound of body weight, grams of protein per pound of body weight. If you are relatively new to working out or if you have some excess body fat and you don't have much muscle developed yet, I would suggest you pick a number at the start of that scale. So nearer to the 0.75 side. Um, And generally, when we talk about how much protein we should be taking in, we talk about having one gram of protein per pound of body weight. However, if I'm a reasonably experienced lifter, I have, uh, I'm already quite lean and shredded. I'm maybe sub 10% body fat. I want to be eating nearer to the 1.25 grams per pound of body weight. And this is because I want to retain as much muscle as possible whilst losing body fat. So I'm gonna use the commonly cited one gram of protein per pound of body weight. So I'll want to be eating uh, 198 grams of protein. So 198 times one. Again, if I was more lean, I would be looking to do 198 times 1.25 grams of protein. And if I was a newbie and I was I had excess body fat, then I might be looking to have 0.75 grams of protein and times my body weight by that number. I hope you're still with me. So our next step is to set the amount of fat we'll be having in our day. And again, we're going to be using a scale. So we're going to be timesing our body weight by... to 0.4. And that represents the grams per body weight of fat. And Christian Guzman suggests that you choose your number here, depending on how much you like carbs, to be honest, or how much you like fat. So if carbs your life and you can't live without them, multiply your body weight by 0.3, because then that means you're allowed more carbohydrates and you'll be eating less fat. But if you love fatty foods like peanut butter and avocados, multiply your body weight by 0.4 to set your, your fat ratio. That means you'll be having less carbs, but more fat. I hope that makes sense. So again, to put out an example, I'm 198 pounds. I'm someone who loves carbohydrates. I think I'd really struggle to um, have, limit my carbohydrates. So I'll be timesing my body weight 198 by 0.3. But just to reiterate again, if you are someone who prefers fats, times it by 0.4, so you get more fats, less carbohydrate. So 198 times 0.3 gives me 59.4 grams of fat that I'll be having a day. And then because we have calculated this, our carbohydrates will now fall into place. We We know our protein intake. We know our fat intake. So we can work out how many calories that equates to. And then we can subtract that from our daily calorie allowance in our deficit that we calculated earlier. So we know I've got 198 grams of protein a day and 59.4 grams of fat. And then we're going to times 198 by four, because that's how many calories are in a gram of protein, which gives me 792 calories of protein. And then if we do 59.4 times nine, as there's nine calories in a gram of fat, sorry, then that gives me and calories of fat add those two numbers together the calories for the fat and protein and we get 1326.6 calories so we get a minus 1326.6 from our daily shred calorie allowance which was for me 2272 and this results in me having 945.4 calories left over for my carbohydrates And we also know that there are four calories in a gram of carbs. So we can do 945.4 divided by four, which gives me 236.35 grams of carbs that I'm allowed in a day. And therefore, we can summarize my daily macronutrients for my body goal, which is to lose body fat. So that is 59.4 grams of fat. 198 grams of protein and 236.35 grams of carbs. I hope I went slow enough for everyone to understand that. And obviously you can just play it over and over and it will really help if you're writing it down as you go along, obviously. And at this stage of the podcast, I want to thank our sponsors, Health IQ. Health IQ is an insurance company that helps health conscious people like runners, cyclists, weightlifters and vegetarians. So much like our our listeners at 20 Minute Fitness to get lower rates on their life insurance. The Health IQ Advantage is their unique mortality model on the health conscious. And they have lower rates for people who are leading a health conscious life. So it's sort of like good driver savings on auto insurance. They have a unique underwriting that replaces BMI with waist to hip ratio and it takes into consideration cholesterol calculations and more. In fact, 70% of their exclusive rate clients get approved at the top rate class. Health IQ is the fastest growing life insurance company with over 5 billion in coverage. To see if you qualify, get your free quote today at healthiq.com forward slash 20 fit or mention the promo code 20 fit when you talk to a health IQ agent. Life insurance companies calculate your policy rates based on your nearest age, not your actual age, and rates increase as you get older. So lock in the best rate possible and get a free quote today. If you're interested in finding out about another method as to how you can set and calculate your macronutrients, then I definitely recommend checking out the Shapescale blog, Calculating Your Macronutrient Ratio, in the article, they use the Harris-Benedict equation to calculate your BMR, and they take into consideration your body goal. So again, whether you want to gain muscle mass or shred down and lose body fat. And then they also consider your body type. So whether you're an ectomorph, endomorph, or mesomorph, and they'll give you a suggestion of your of different macronutrient ratios. So. So, these can be whether you want a higher carb macronutrient ratio if you're looking to build muscle, um, moderate carb ratio for maintaining your current body uh, physique, and a lower carb ratio for fat loss. So it's a great resource if you want to find another way you can set and calculate your ideal macronutrients for your body, gender, etc. So definitely recommend checking that out. And again, the link will be in the show notes. But now I want to move on how we can move on to how we can track and uh, stay motivated and stick to our macronutrients now that we've set them. Again, another excellent resource for this is the Ultimate Tracking Guide, again on the Shapescale blog. So if you want to read about this as well as listening to me talk about it now, head over to the Ultimate Tracking Guide. Link will be in the show notes. Most commonly used method to track your macronutrients and calories is by using an app and the most popular ones are known as MyFitnessPal and LoseIt. They allow you to log your meals and snacks by searching for them manually through an extensive database with about five to seven million foods or you can even scan the product barcodes and you can save previously logged meals and lose it even allows you to take a snap of your food to record it that way so you have a visual representation of what you've been eating if you're a visual learner and and seeing it visually will have more effect on you than just seeing the numbers if you are someone that finds it difficult to stick to a diet plan and stick to the macros that we've set ourselves then i recommend rise rise is an app that you with a real-life nutritionist. So they help alleviate the mystery around tracking and recording macros and daily food intake. Um, The app's not really about calorie counting or macro counting. You take a snap of your meal that you've cooked for yourself and your your coach will highlight where the meal is lacking. So if it's not got enough protein in or if you don't have enough fibre on the plate. There are plenty of other amazing macro tracking apps that will help you to not only set, but also track your macros as you go along to ensure you're continuously working towards your goal, whatever that may be, whether you're looking to gain muscle mass, lose body fat or just maintain. So definitely explore, look around. There's plenty of articles on the Shapescale blog, uh, which tell you the apps we would recommend for you to check out. But for the final part of the podcast, I want to talk about how we can motivate ourselves to stay on track and to stick to our diet plan or to our uh, macronutrients. Now I want to give a few quick tips on how you can stay motivated and stick to your macros. So firstly, I think it's important to refer to SMART goals. So uh, making sure that your goals are attainable. That's the A from SMART goals. If you are setting unrealistic macro expectations where you have to overeat or force feed yourself, then this is it's not realistic. You're not going to be able to stick to it. And you'll probably end up uh, giving up on that without, without starting it properly. And same goes for do not set very, very low macros where you're starving yourself. Very simple there. The next thing is a lot of people like to follow if it fits your macros. So they allow themselves to eat what they want as long as they fit within their macros. And this works to some extent to You're enjoying the food you love because you're not limiting yourself in any way and you're still working towards your goal if you've previously worked out your macros and you know they're going to help you gain weight or lose body fat. However, we have previously discussed the nutritional value of food. So you do need to take into consideration the fact that uh, even if five beers fits within your macronutrient limit, it's not helping you, um, you know, it's not helping your, your body health. And another tip I think is relevant is to plan your meals ahead of time, so you know whether you will hit your macros if you stick to the foods you pre-prepared. Um, if you're tracking as you go along, you might end up going overboard, and you actually find out that you you've gone over, or you're still under your macros by the time it's the end of the day, uh, and you you can't do anything about this now because you're tracking as you go along. So. Plan in advance is another piece of advice. And finally, I would say that simple meals are actually easier to track. Three to five ingredient recipes are so much easier to track than some elaborate um, culinary dish because there's less things to weigh out, less different uh, variables in the meal for you to consider. So. Although you might be a maestro in the kitchen and uh, cook up some elaborate dishes, simpler the better if you are just trying to be quite strict with yourself and stick to your macronutrients. So that wraps up this episode of 20 Minute Fitness. I really hope you enjoyed and found some uh, value in this and you now know how to set your macros, whether it be using a computer or if you want to do the manual way and calculate it for yourself. There's plenty of other ways i mentioned. You can work out your TDEE, which is your total daily energy expenditure, and then work out your BMR. But that's something for you to explore by yourself. If you have enjoyed this and you're still enjoying listening to the 20 Minute Fitness podcast, then please don't forget get to give us a rating on iTunes, share us with friends or family that are starting on a fitness journey or would find value in this information and subscribe to the channel and leave us a review. Would, we would greatly appreciate it and it would help get the word out about 20 Minute Fitness. See you next time.